This is the Mobile Home Park Lawyer Podcast with Fur Neiman. If you're looking to generate wealth and passive income in the lucrative world of mobile home parks, you're in the right place. You'll discover solutions to the common legal and operational pitfalls and how to optimize parks to maximize income. Your host is in the trenches. He's a real estate attorney, financial analyst, and mobile home park investor and operator. Now, let's turn it over to Fern Neiman. Welcome back, Mobile Home Park Nation. Here this evening, actually I guess it's now into the morning. It's about 12.45, and I'm just really avoiding practicing more law, but I'm not tired, so I thought, what should I do? I might as well might as well do some Christmas shopping. This wasn't actually going to be a podcast. I'm going to do some Christmas shopping. I'm trying to think about getting something for my wife. It's two days before Christmas. Um, I'm pretty worthless at everything around the house as far as shopping, cooking, cleaning. I take care of the kids, I guess, but uh, she'd probably debate that. Um, but I try my best. And i got to get her something. So I thought, what am I going to do? And I saw these one of these golf carts right around the neighborhood. You know, we don't have a golf course. It's, it's across the street, and she's not going to be golfing anymore. Not that I really do. But apparently these people ride these things around for their kids and take them to the pool and stuff. So thinking about getting a golf cart, actually. I'm um, not sure if she'll go for that or not. Uh, I actually bought her a toaster. I actually had my friend Logan buy me the toaster because I didn't want her to see it on her Amazon account. It's kind of a surprise, which actually reminds me. Of that old movie, what was it, Father of the Bride, when the guy gave the gave her a, a blender or something for a wedding gift, and that was like marriage suicide. So hopefully this isn't the same thing. But we have a crappy old toaster that I was I've been fighting her on buying a new one. Like we have a workable toaster, but the kids eat, eat waffles and toast like every morning, and I'm gonna get her one of those nice four toaster uh, machines. So here I go splurging all these legal fees. Uh, I feel like a charity case here, but. Anyway, I got her toaster. I also just bought one of those little vacuums, those little Roomba things. It's a different, it's a generic brand. I've gone through like five of those. I keep sending them back because they just, most of them suck. If you guys know of a good brand, maybe shoot me a line. But I keep getting my refund back from Walmart or Amazon. And I saw one of those clickbait specials for, you know, what you can't what you can't miss out on Walmart clearance sale. So I just bought one. It was like $175 with a two-year warranty. So uh, here goes. But I'm also, I'm really just looking to take a couple days off with the wife and uh, take her to, I think we're going to go to Key West here in January for a couple of days, just get out of the house, do something fun. But what brought, what brought up this Christmas shopping? Well, Kristen, who works on my team, she does a lot of my marketing. Some of you guys probably get weekly email blasts from her. Uh, she told me about Oprah's favorite things, and I honestly have never watched Oprah, but I did see her on a clip with Tony Robbins one time, and she looked all right. She was doing the fire walk. And if any of you guys have never been to Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins, I highly recommend it. And you actually walk on fire. It's pretty cool. So anyway, Kristen convinced me to do Ferd's favorite things, which is basically Ferd's shopping list, Ferd's grocery list, if you will, for what you need in mobile home park. So here we go, in no particular order, Ferd's favorite things for your stocking stuffers. First off, Rent Manager. Rent Manager is a pretty powerful accounting, financial reporting software. Kind of a learning curve, kind of a pain at first, but it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. I'm I'm a fan. Uh, Next up is Grasshopper. This is uh, like our 800 number, 833 number, where people can call. You know, press one for leasing, two for maintenance, three for headquarters. Really gets the calls away from your manager's phone and into a kind of a headquarters operation. 
Number three, first favorite things, Bluetooth earbuds. Um, where you get the AirPods, or I've got a Samsung. I think they're called the Samsung Note. They're pretty sweet. You know, walk around the house, walk around the office, and be on the phone, and just kind of carrying your baseball bat or twiddling your thumbs, whatever you'd like to do when you're pacing around, um, yelling at the opposing party. No, just kidding. Well, not always, but um, next up, a desk calendar. I've got a daily calendar. I used to buy like a Bible quote of the day, but then at the end of the year, I got to go get another one. So now I got one that just, it's like lives of the saints and lives of the apostles and stuff. And I just flip it every year, every day. And then just, it's always there. So it's kind of cool. Give you a little inspirational message and then shows you the date. And at the end of the year, you just turn around. So I like the calendar. Um, another thing I like is a P.O. box. We get tons of mail. Oh my gosh. And I used to have it come to my house or my office and it was a nightmare. So now it all goes to the P.O. box, and somebody else picks it up. I've never actually been inside. I don't even have the password or if it's a key. I'm not even sure what it is, but we have a P.O. box. Um, next, planning and scheduling resources. I'm a big fan of uh, Tony Robbins' weekly planning, time of your life planning. Uh, Gary Keller's got a great book, The One Thing, on daily planning. Now, Brendan Burchard has a book for you know weekly, monthly planning. So all those are, are really good resources. Uh, number seven, this is Paychecks. It's our payroll processing company. I don't know why Kristen put this on the list because I swear they mess up like every quarter they mess something up. It's, it's frustrating. But, you know, it's better than taking all the withholdings and stuff out on your own, I guess. So we got Paychecks on the list. And this list is like two-thirds Kristen, one-third me, I'll be honest. Um, I mean, I agree with most of her stuff, but like Paychecks, give me a break. Um, yellow Notepad, yeah, that's a given. I carry a little Yellow Notepad all the time. Uh, Microsoft Excel, I love Microsoft Excel. I try to get out of it more and more these days so I don't get stuck in the, the rabbit hole of financial modeling, but it's kind of fun sometimes too. 100-foot uh, measuring tape. Oh, yeah, I carry this in my truck all the time, especially when you're looking at new parks. Measure the lots, and we measure the lots. You know, I, I measure lots, I don't know, once a month or something out in the field. Uh, so it's pretty handy. They're like 10 bucks. A company hat, yeah, definitely always have a company hat in my truck. I have like four hats in my truck, you know, APM for a management company, third floor properties, MHP lawyer, and my Make Mobile Homes Great Again hat. So um, if you're one of my dearly beloved clients, you may have got one of those hats in the mail. If you didn't get one, send me a retainer. We can make it happen. Um, number 12, dual monitors. Um, mixed feelings on dual monitors. I've, at home, I've got a big monitor for just one. At the office, I've got dual monitors. There's definitely pros and cons, but um, you can definitely look at more stuff on two, mo two monitors. It just becomes a little bit of a getting used to it on which screen you're working off of. Number 13, a tackle box or kind of an organizer. I've got one in my truck for like key rings for some keys or for screws and nails. That way I've got, you know, my dad got it for me. Like go to Home Depot once and just have 20 of every screw nail and tack you'll need. And that way you don't have to go make a special run if you're ever out and about. Honestly, I haven't used that thing in a while because I don't really... I don't even I have toolbox in my truck still. I just I rarely use my tools at this point, which is okay. At 14 Facebook Marketplace. Uh, this is more for our marketing team, but a great place for advertising. Love love Facebook Marketplace, which is pretty much free now. We don't really boost ads anymore like we did years ago. Number 15 Lucid Press. It's a it's a graphic design software. I've honestly never used it. That's a Kristen thing. Site maps, advertisements, flyers. Uh, the next one, the next one, number 16, I really like is distribution checks. My investors like them, I like them, right? Number 17 is my webcam, which uh, I didn't even have one until I started this podcast. And until Zoom became, you know, the cat's meow in the COVID era. So, yeah, webcam is pretty slick. Uh, PayPal, that's pretty cool. You know, it's nice, to get, it's nice to get paid via PayPal, except for people don't follow directions and they, they do the version that gets me hit with some stupid fees. That's kind of frustrating. Uh, but I guess that's life. Uh, number 19, Google Drive. 
I'm, I'm a big fan of Google Drive. We also have Dropbox. I deposit my hard drive into Google Drive as a Dropbox, and I, I think I pay for the super quantity of data, whatever whatever that number is, some terabyte or something, but just drop stuff in there regularly. And even my investor reports, I'll drop in there and stuff so they can have them, have access to them. Some of my clients have give me links for Dropbox, so I'm a pretty big fan of Dropbox and Google Drive. Number 20, the vendor list. This is pretty helpful. I mean, recently I've got about five or six bids on phase one environmentals and surveys, and I've I've realized how valuable having a vendor list is for speed and for price competitiveness. And the surveys have not gone as well because they've been in different states. And, in, you know, my local survey guys, they're not going to be as cheap traveling nine hours away. The phase one guys, you know, they're pretty cheap still, pretty reasonable. They'll Most of the phase one stuff's you know, desktop review, and they do a, a quick site visit. So there's some cost in for travel, but really appreciate the vendors from all the way down to the, the laborers, all the way up to the you know, third-party professionals, CPA firm, and, you know, engineers, surveyors, that kind of stuff. Title companies, I've had some bad title companies of late, so when you get a good one, when you get one that works, you know, it's reasonably speed, speedy, it's kind of nice to have a decent uh, decent title coming in your vendor list. Number 21, your Calendly. Uh, this is, there's pros and cons of this. I've really learned to restrict my Calendly because I had it set up where people could go just like, click here to schedule a meeting with Ferd. And then it's like 14 people today want to do a 15-minute meeting that ends up being 30 minutes each, and I get zero real work done. So you can limit those, which I didn't realize until... You know, I started yelling at it, and it basically you can limit it to number days, time frames, um, days out, number of people per day, uh, etc. So, pretty slick tool to make it more efficient than sending a bunch of emails or trading a bunch of phone calls. Dolphin fin gray paint. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of dolphin fin gray. Uh, we started using this like 10 years ago. It was like a bland, neutral gray. It's probably not even in style, to be honest, at this point, but. We use it. I painted my entire basement this color. I painted my office this color. Um, and I've literally probably painted, I don't even know how many, hundreds of gallons of dolphin fin gray. It's pretty much the only color we use on the inside of homes. It's a Home Depot color. And it's cool because it changes with the light. I had a five-bedroom house. I painted the whole house dolphin fin. Some rooms had carpet. Some rooms had white beams, some had wood beams, some had gray tile, some had wood floors, some had light, some had, did not have light, some had natural light. And it looked like a different shade of gray in every color. So people are like, wow, you have like nine shades of gray. So how'd you pick that out? And I'm like, it's literally all dolphin fin. So big fan. Uh, number 23, Ford F-150. Yeah, I like my truck. I did a podcast on that, actually. Um, probably my least popular podcast. That, and then, here we are mentioning it again. But it's nice to have a truck, especially in the winter. Man, I used to have a Mustang. I love my Mustang, but it was 420 horsepower of won't move in the snow. So the F-150 works better. Uh, 24, investor leads. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's nice to have a pipeline of people who want to invest in your deals. Um, recently had a couple people refer me to their other investors. Um, that's pretty cool. So definitely thankful for that. One of my favorite things. Number 25, a mission statement. Historically, not been a big fan of mission statements, vision statements, because I feel like they get crafted on the company retreat, and then they get thrown in the box. You know, and a year later, we go, oh, yeah, we have that mission statement. I'm on one board in particular that I'm guilty of it, too. Like, oh, yeah, we have a mission statement. We did not literally looked at it in a year, and there's 10 of us. Um, but our company, I just did a, I call it more of a 10 principles for a company and put some quotes and comments by them. 
I gave him out at a Christmas party last weekend, so I don't know. I'm, it's kind of high on the totem pole right now, but we'll see if we implement it. I think we will. Um, I printed them off and put them in frames for everybody, so you know, hopefully it'll end up on a couple of people's desks or something, or maybe I'll have to, uh, I don't know, start giving them demerits. I'm not sure if I can do that. I'll have to check with somebody in HR to see. Wait a second, I'm HR. Hmm. No. Anyway, Ferd's favorite things. There's 25 things uh, that can help you with your mobile home park business. Um, also, if you're married and you've not started your Christmas shopping yet, I really suggest you start doing that. It's December 23rd, 12.51 a.m. It's getting a little late to get started. My dad was always famous for, he went to the mall once a year on Christmas Eve. And he's like, it was it was like a dad line of all the guys are like, I just now started. Um, so nowadays I can be even worse. I can do it on Amazon or Walmart. Um but really, you know, we're really blessed with pretty much everything we could need materially. So we, we try not to really focus too much on that. We don't really focus on the material stuff, on Santa. You know, we're, we're Christians. We focus on Jesus and his birth and with the true meaning of Christmas and, you know, joy, hope, faith, love, all that. All that's good stuff. So really trying to uh, spend time this year, the last few days of the year, focusing on family and focusing on God and maybe sneak in a couple of mobile home parks stocking stuff or items but anyway hope you and your family have a merry christmas happy new year happy hanukkah if you're jewish except i think that was actually last week i know it was actually so um it's too late for this year but um happy hanukkah next year for all you guys too god bless you've been listening to the mobile home park lawyer podcast with ferd neiman ready to learn more go to www.themobilehomelawyer.com for free resources and materials to help you succeed. If you love the podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, give us your review, and subscribe today. Thank you for listening. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri nor the Missouri Bar reviews nor approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements.